uh, it's really exciting just to be part of that and know that the work that we're doing is actually going to make a difference in the lives of people that come to our campus every day. Welcome to Focus, a podcast dedicated to the business of higher education. I'm your host, Heather Richmond, and we will be exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's higher learning institutions. In this episode, I spoke with Heather Frazier, the Director of Enterprise Application Services for Dalhousie University, to get an inside look into how they are managing enterprise-level systems and their overall digital strategy. Well, hello, Heather. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Heather. Thank you for having me. And by the way, great name. Likewise. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to jump into our topic today. You know, managing enterprise-level systems is one of the biggest challenges that we're hearing about these days in higher education. But first, can you tell us just a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are? Uh, Sure thing. So I've been working at Dalhousie University for almost seven years. Um, I came into uh, the IT department at that time as the director of the project management office. Okay. Um, Several years ago, one of our directors retired. Uh, He had the enterprise applications portfolio and the two groups were very intertwined, as you can imagine. Sure. uh, Deploying projects and managing our enterprise um, application portfolio. So we merged the two groups together and that is how I came to have this large team of awesome people that manage this this big portfolio. But I've been in higher education for 10 years. I worked at St. Mary's University before coming to Dell and prior to that, I did project management and application deployment for a Google company and okay. several others around that. So lots of good experience. I was going to say, this sounds like it's right up your alley. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So now let's talk about Dalhousie University and how you work with TouchNet. Sure. So uh, Dalhousie has been a very long uh, standing customer of TouchNet. We are one of I believe the only schools in Canada that has such a wide variety of TouchNet products and applications. Uh, we do have a very close relationship with the TouchNet team and we partnered yes. with them on lots of really great things and we're continuing to do so. Uh, TouchNet provides to us uh, our payment system, our one card, which we call our Dow card system, okay. and a lot of other really great things that, uh, that help keep us well-rounded in that space. That is awesome. Well, and I know that part of that has really been part of all the transformational initiatives that you've been uh, doing. So including, as you just said, taking on a new role. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, really to do all of that, it's all about the team processes, getting everything done. So can you share just a little bit about how now that you do have the combined teams, how they're structured and then how you're really managing these projects and technology? Yeah, definitely. So the... um... You know, we did have the merger of the project management office and the enterprise applications group uh, three or four years ago. But just this year, we also moved in a different team called client applications. Okay. Uh, and they were moved into the enterprise um, portfolio, which is how TouchNet came, in, came to be for me. So up until okay. this year, TouchNet was always, you know, a partner campus of ITS, but not something that I was directly in front of. And uh, it's really exciting for me to be part of all of this uh, change and innovation that is happening within my team now. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that team, there are actually seven different teams or functions that are in the enterprise applications portfolio. We have this one that manages our Dell card and our other um, kind of cloud service uh, technologies. Uh Uh-huh. 
We have a project management office, systems architecture, infrastructure and databases. We have a whole team of programmers in our um, uh, developing unit. And we also do all of the uh, business intelligence reporting out of our Cognos application. And finally, we also run Dal.ca. So our uh, web presence is all part of this portfolio as well. So it's lots of things to do. Wow. Let's say not a shortage of projects, I'm assuming. Definitely not a shortage of projects. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And and then again, especially since kind of adopting that in, it sounds like, you know, your Dow card, it's really owned and driven by your team, by IT, as opposed to the business, which isn't uncommon. We, you know, hear this a lot. And, you know, when I think about it, I think part of it is technology is just evolving so rapidly that the business units are like, okay, IT, you tell me what to do, which a lot of times is the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> It definitely is. And uh, you're right to say that uh, our one card system is owned by IT. And, and I would say most of, if not all of the major decisions that have happened in that space for Dalhousie have been driven out of the IT unit. Okay. Um, that's not to say we don't partner with, you know, the functional areas and the academic and administrative units sure. that we support with our one card product. But um, a lot of decisions have been made on technology uh, instead of on business process. And that hasn't necessarily been a bad thing. It's right. just the way it has evolved over the years. Yeah, I know we talked a little bit about you really looking at maybe changing that approach. And so, you know, what do you really think is driving, changing how things are managed and maybe who owns the vision to go forward? Yeah, well, that's a that's a really interesting question, particularly for the the place that we are right now, and all of these enterprise applications all coming together in right. in one team and one in one space. So, there's always an opportunity to review how you do things and where you do things well, and where you could, you know, learn from one area to help boost another. Um, and the model that we're we're looking at is the way that we manage our ERP system, which is Elucian's banner. Okay. Um, that is a partnered solution as well. So our IT department, we partner with all of the different functional areas that run the business process, the business function within Banner, and uh, it works very well. And so the way that we support that is the functional units are kind of the frontline support for all of the end users in their various areas, and they would depend on us to support them as kind of a second tier of uh decision making and um you know just that's just the model that we've had in place for the last couple of decades so we're looking at a similar governance structure to have more business decision making in the in the various areas whether that's our ancillary services or our student affairs um and so on you know users and and supporters of the one card and then seeing how we can provide that second tier of support um, and, and also, of course, support the technology changes and decisions that are made around that. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And and probably just everything has to evolve and change as, but as technologies change. And really, there's an increase of risk. I think that's really been a big driving factor. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It always is. <laughs> it always is. It's always the number one thing, isn't it? <laughs> Well, and I think, you know, when, when you talk about risk and how to really mitigate that, uh, these days it seems like the word cloud always goes hand in hand with that, right? Like, let's move it all to the cloud. That's going to make everything better, which makes a lot of things better. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, 
how you're looking at that and how you're looking at how, what are all the risks that we have on campus from a technology standpoint and how do we solve for that? Uh, sure. Well, you know, we are looking at um, what is most likely going to be several years and longer of um, improvements and innovations in our one card space, but also in a lot of the other enterprise applications that we work with. And there are some triggers or driving forces behind those. Um, one of them is our current data center that we have on our campus. Okay. Um, we are looking at a two to three year plan to relocate our data center off campus okay. um, for, for a variety of reasons. And with that comes a review of, you know, just the footprint of we have what we have in that data center. We're currently hosting our touchnet environments in our data center and looking at it as an opportunity to move some of that um, off campus and into the cloud is a way of, you know, helping us mitigate the risk of our current location that is on campus. Um, so that's one of them. Uh, we also have, you know, a, a constantly evolving um, set of skills that support all of these uh, technologies. Um, and what we're finding is a lot of our vendor partners are starting to make greater investments in their software as a service or, you know, other cloud offerings that are starting to overshadow the um, what's happening in the on-premise hosting okay. world. So we feel that in order for us to keep up with the amount of innovation that our that our own customer base is looking for, um, a move to the cloud is part of our our strategy to to help us get there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And what you said, it's it's beyond all the you know servers and systems and hardware that you have to maintain and have it in a data center that's safe and secure and everything that goes along with that. But an important point you just brought up was just skill sets and the staffing part of all of that and making sure that who has the latest knowledge and information that's going to come on board and can I even hire anymore? <laughs> yeah, if you know anyone. No. <laughs> Y'all heard that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... No, it, yeah. I, I don't think there's an IT shop out there that isn't, you know, grappling with these decisions right now. Sure. And, and, you know, constantly evolving our own um, employees and the skill sets that we have within them. It's it's difficult, but not impossible to keep up with the changes in the technology environment. So we always look for ways to standardize those skill sets, right. you know, look to technologies that we can leverage, you know, skills and capacities that we already have and and so on. So those are things that are that we will remain important for us as we go through these transformations. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, but moving to the cloud, um, you don't just, you know, snap your fingers and boom, there's there you are. It's quite an undertaking, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff on premise, I'll tell you that. So, uh, but every year, particularly in our ERP space uh, with applications that we have connected or integrated with our banner environment, um, we are seeing more and more of a move to the cloud. So mm -hmm. um, even that ERP environment is dramatically different than what it looked like 10 years ago, which was banner on premise and a few other custom applications that we hosted on premise. Okay. And they were all integrated together. Now it's more of banner in our data center and a hub and spoke of these various um, cloud applications that we connect into that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And obviously to do all those things, it's plan, 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 and then execute. And so 
I know that uh, you're looking at really, really the strategic plan. And what does that look like across campus? Yeah, so we do have a new-ish strategic plan, uh, a five-year strategic plan under our former uh, president. And as part of that strategic plan, um, our CIO and our Dean of Libraries, who is the leader of the Academic Technologies Unit, so they, they partner together on, on most of our digital and technology initiatives, uh, they partnered together to write an accompany document called the Digital Strategy. And that has been a driving force uh, behind a lot of the decisions that we're making and the direction that we're going from a technology and digital space perspective. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I know that one would maybe think digital uh, means just the technology standpoint, but really this, the digital strategy encompasses both technology and people and really that human side. Yeah, it definitely does. And that is the first pillar of our digital strategy is um, teaching and learning. Uh, it's people-centric. There's a lot of, you know, human focus in this strategic document that um, you would normally may not associate with something that is a digital or technology plan of sorts, but really it's a way to look across our entire institution at how we're going to be able to meet the needs of today's digital learners, right? digital teachers, and everything that happens in that you know, truly digital space and, and trying to stay ahead of trends sure. and emerging technologies to make their lives easier. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I think a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to go buy this tool or I'm going to invest in this technology, but don't think about changing processes or people. And that's actually the bigger part. So the fact that that's the first pillar is really great in your plan. Yeah. Well, what we always say is technology would be really easy if it didn't need people to run it. <laughs> that's so and, true. <laughs> and that is, you know, that is why we put so much of an emphasis on the people side of all of this technology that we manage on behalf of this institution, because they can't learn in their classes and they can't do their job sitting at their desks if we're not getting it right and providing what they need to to do those to do those services so um, it's very critically important to us and it's a cornerstone of every decision that we make that's great so uh, that was the first pillar are there some other pillars that you want to dive into on your strategic plan or the digital strategy well i mean i i can list them off uh teaching and learning okay people-centric research and innovation community collaborations, and digital foundations. And and really what those all speak to is this commitment to making Dalhousie, you know, a state-of-the-art digital learning campus um, that also has a, an extreme focus on research. We're part of the uh, Canadian U15 research institutions, and we're very proud of that fact. And, and we also put a very high emphasis on having a high level of collaboration across our institutions so that it's not just, as you said, people thinking something is a good idea and right. putting it in because it meets their need. We really want to put an effort on meeting the needs of the majority of our community and having everybody working together accordingly so that it's not just, oh, IT is just doing another thing that <laughs> right. we have to get on board with. Yeah, It really is about, you know, a team-based approach to everything that we're we're trying to accomplish. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and you're right. You have to understand. And really what you're saying, too, is blending the academic side and the business side 
all really to ensure that great student experience. I know we hear that over and over again, and it's all really part of that student journey, which, as you say, it's really a lot of these factors that you're talking about, that's being impacted all the time. And so I would think, obviously, the Campus Card program is going to play a really big part in that. So thinking specifically about the Dow Card, how is that viewed, managed, and what are the stakeholders that you're looking to bring together to enhance that experience? Yeah, well, I mean, our stakeholder community around our one card card program is already vast, as you can imagine, because we use the Dow card um, for, you know, ID management. We use it for students accessing their dorm rooms and residence. Uh, it's a way of opening doors across campus and administrative offices. And that mean the, the purposes for that are, are endless. So um, we, we already have a, a wide variety of stakeholders that we do collaborate with. Okay. Um, but in this kind of next phase of innovating and really taking our one card program to the next level, we're looking for a, you know, a higher level of governance, which is what we were talking about earlier right. in terms of real ownership within various stakeholder units, primarily, you know, obviously IT, our department who will be underpinning all of, <laughs> all of this change. Yeah. Uh, but our ancillary services, where our conference and residence um, are run out of our student affairs group, um, obviously our libraries group, they already have uh, quite a high use of um, our Dell card for a lot of different services and, and processes, um, not to mention, you know, just the students and faculty themselves and uh, anything else that you can think of from, from that perspective. If it touches a student's life, then we want to have those people involved. That's great. I know we talked about, you know, really the first step is getting everybody together. And so you haven't done it yet, but you're bringing in this group together and you have buy-in to say, hey, let's all sit around the table and see what's important. So kind of tell a little bit about how you're going to go down that path. Yeah, sure. So we do have uh, a great day planned in just a couple of weeks where we're welcoming some of your folks from TouchNet. Um, Adam McDonald, your president, and a few others are going to come to Halifax and we'll welcome them with open arms on our campus. Great. And we're going to spend the day with various stakeholder groups, you know, starting with our executive team in the morning and going from there into other specific um, scenarios that we need to discuss, uh, really just to kind of kick off uh, strategic planning with our partners in TouchNet so that we can really look at how we're going to innovate and advance this um, environment over the right. next three, five seven, 10 years. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think, again, and you've been talking about just looking to see from an innovation and technology standpoint, and I know there's going mobile and what does that take and and who all has, what's the buy-in and how do we ensure that, and it's beyond students, right? So you use, as you were saying, your card is used all across campus. So it's for, obviously for faculty and staff and students. That's right. Everybody has a dial card. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Well, so kind of thinking about this and this process that you're going to be going through, what are you most excited about? And But on the flip side, what do you think is going to be the most challenging? Or sometimes we'd like to say, what are the opportunities? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could give you a full-blown analysis of this, but in the effort of time, or <laughs> I will stick to the things that I'm really excited about is just being able to fulfill some of our you know, mandates and challenges that we're 
that we're trying to solve through our digital strategy, you know, the pillars that I just named, but also right. really meeting our students and faculty and staff and, and the Dalhousie community as an extension, um, where they are and where they, where they need to be. Um, it's, it's very exciting to me to be part of a group of people that manage the very software applications that people use and touch every single day in their lives. Right. And so being able to advance that, you know, whether that's moving it to the cloud or taking on new hardware or providing a mobile ID card or whatever it is that is going to be part of these uh, these planning sessions in the next few weeks, uh, it's really exciting just to be part of that and know that the work that we're doing is actually going to make a difference in the lives of people that come to our campus every day. On the on the opportunity side, <laughs> yes, you know it is it is always the the same old challenge when you have an IT shop that does everything for everybody. And so, you know, although we we are moving in the direction of more and more of our environment being in the cloud, at some point in time. Uh, we still do have a very large portfolio of on-premise um, hosted software applications, okay. and some of them are very, very large. And so, including our one-card program and our banner environment. So, you know, the 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 notion of doing more with less sure. becomes even more important when you're trying to innovate at the same time that you're keeping your lights on, and it's right. all the same people and the same number of people that you're doing that with. So that. You know, not much keeps me up at night, but that would just thinking how we're going to get our staff who are so valuable and so incredible and in what they do every day to this next level of being right. able to um, take on new things and slowly retire old things. Exactly. Yeah. And just taking on the the learning new things and the and what it takes to still probably be doing some old processes as you start to transition and evolve. And so how do you really shift the the, the mindset there? Yeah. And, you know, my background is in project management at one point in time, although that's a blurry, distant path. <laughs> but, you know, I am a really big planner and it's it's challenging for me personally to look ahead five years and not know what that finish line looks like and right. not be able to put stakes in the sand in terms of here's our plan and here's how we're going to get there. Because there are some, there's not some, there are a lot of unknowns for us right. in terms of what we're going to encounter in the couple in the next few years. Absolutely. There's always the unknowns. <laughs> well, and the big challenge I'd say always is is getting all the stakeholders and the people identified and brought together. And you've already accomplished that. So kudos to you. That's that's a really <laughs> great first step on that. Um, but thinking ahead about other people, like I said, I think a lot of times too, and probably uh, in a campus card system because there's hardware, there's software, there's permissions, there's security, all the things. It lands a lot of times in the IT lap um, and then be able to expand that on. So could I, what advice would you give to other IT teams or others really in charge of you know, enterprise systems to how to start to implement these this level of change? Yeah, I mean, if you have an answer to that, I'd love to listen to it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I, I think it, it really just comes to first of all having an amazing team which we're very fortunate to have and and a level of trust within your team so that you can not ask them for blind faith but be very honest and open about and and transparent about 
the unknowns, the right. uncertainty around how we're going to be changing, you know, setting a goal and a vision around where we need to get to. And now let's all work together in terms of how we're going to get there and what it's going to take for us, us to get there. Because we say a lot in my team, you know, is this person on the bus or not? If we're, right. if we're having some sort of conversation and we use that concept of get on the bus and we'll all just get there together and we'll figure it out as, as we go along. So, you know, it takes a lot to, to build that up within a team because, right. you know, when you're working with a team of 40 something people and they're all just so busy every single day, just trying to do the good work that they do. And then to also become behind them and saying, just trust me. This is going to be amazing. And most of the time they do. So <laughs> that's, uh, I'm very fortunate to have that. That is great. But I think it, that's key, the unknowns. And because we always want to know, we want the crystal ball. We want to say, okay, if we do this in five years, what will my life be like? And to be real honest up front and say, you know what? We don't know. But I love the bus analogy. But are we in this together? Because we'll figure it out together. Yeah. And none of it's us become know. Common, it's become common dialogue now. You know, I don't know if she's on the bus. And that is in reference to somebody who hasn't quite, you know, kind of jumped on board with the vision okay. of whatever it is we're doing on that particular day. So that's really great, too. I think that's speaking a common language and it's, you know, not saying anything's wrong or bad, but just realizing that probably helps temper a little bit of frustration, too, when there's we're on the bus or you're not on the bus. Clean and simple. Yeah. And I mean, there's always an element and a place and a requirement for formal change man management as well. And, you right. know, I, I find that it's very helpful. We have a lot of change management expertise within our team and we have a lot of, you know, processes and methodology around managing that that type of change, but also that internal informal managing of change in terms of people's feelings and okay, and and getting to getting themselves to a place that they can ex accept some unknowns even though they know they're going through something that's going to change their lives or change their right. work day or change the technology they're working with or or what have you so i think a good pairing of those two things yes is, it's really helpful that is i mean do you have a magic wand to say here's how we can get everybody to feel good about this i sure do yeah <laughs> <laughs> then i want that <laughs> well this has been great i mean you're going through a lot of change um you know obviously with the strategic plan and then drilling that down and being very specific and understands at the end of the day the goal is around people and have that yep. be your staff your team your students and technology is really just the tool that's going to help you to get there first the other yes, way around definitely. that is wonderful well thank you so much for sharing all this information i know we're all going to be following along and seeing uh, the evolution and the change and what all you get to the cloud and how you get there. Yeah, we're really excited. That is so cool. Well, thank you again so much, Heather, for joining me on this podcast today. Great. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Focus. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the business of higher education. For more information, check us out at touchnet.com.